Hey everybody, how's it going this week? Thanks so much for tuning in to On The Rocks with Evan Lemire and I'm Joey Mers. Uh, what we're going to talk about this week is uh, our mixed drink of the week, obviously. Um, Kim Kardashian being held at gunpoint. Uh, Vikings-Giants recap. Um, Bass Pro Shops buying Cabela's. And we're going to talk about how Siri got its name. What do you got? I had the VP debate, which was just last night. Uh, some news on this creepy clown craze, the Orioles-Blue Jays AL wildcard game. And a little quiz for you, Joey, at the end of the episode. Are you ready? All right, welcome back. Um, let's see, we've got a whole bunch of stories to cover today, so I think we'll just hop right into it. I think we're just gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna jump right in, we're gonna skip the little intro little pleasantries. Bit let's yeah. get right to that mixed drink of the so, week. So, mixed drink of the week, actually this week, it's a shot, um, mm. it's called Liquid Steak, and it's Bacardi 151 Proof Rum, um, with, how do you pronounce it? I don't want to mess it up. What is it? Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sauce. That's close. <laughs> Worcestershire sauce Worcestershire. and Bacardi 151 rum. So you pour the rum into the shot glass and you sprinkle the... Say it again. Worcestershire sauce. You sprinkle that on top of it. I have a tough time saying it. <laughs> uh, you drizzle it on. That's how they um, That's how they say it. It sounds like it would be terrible. I think it tastes like straight jet fuel, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. But Yuck. To each his own. Yeah, to that's each his right. own. Give it a whirl. Yeah. Let us know how it tastes. Yeah. All right. What do you? What do you <clears> got? <throat> well, let's see. I'll just jump right in and get the politics out of the way. Last night, I believe it was last night, ten four. Uh, yep. It was. There was the vice presidential debate. Mike Pence and Tim Kaine. Um. Pretty standard debate. It. I heard it got kind of pretty insulting. I mean, I like, heard that Tim Kaine was a little aggressive, which was and um, he's with Hillary. Yeah, yeah. So okay. it was so it was the inverse of the presidential debate that we covered last week. Yeah. Um, Kaine seemed to be a little bit more kind of chomping at the bit and really trying to go after Mike Pence, and Pence was nice and calm, and um, seemed to win the debate. And I've got here, according to CNN, 48% of voters who watched the debate said that Pence did a better job, um, while 42% thought that Kane won. Okay. Um, but relatively unknown politicians, I, I, yeah, I didn't I was see gonna the say, debate personally. Neither, I don't neither did I. Did, I didn't watch much. Well, I, I just caught bits and pieces, but I'm sure I heard things out of context, and I don't want to put any spin on something that yeah. I don't necessarily know. Yeah. <clears throat> But it was interesting to see that the outcome was kind of the inverse of the Hillary-Trump debate. Yeah, because most people said, I mean, Hillary kind of came with her she ammunition came, ready. She, I think she took advantage of her opportunities, but all in all, she was a little bit more calm and collected, which I think just goes back to her being more prepared than Trump yeah. was. I mean, she definitely has. So, I mean, you can't argue that she's had a more political background yeah. than Trump. Yeah. So so maybe maybe Pence was just a little bit more prepared for this or just took a little bit more of a... But Tim Kaine was though. a senator. I mean, he had a background in politics, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, he did. I mean, I don't I don't know if that has anything to do with this particular debate, yeah. their histories or anything, but um, that was all I heard was that uh, Kaine was a little... A little off-kilter? A little off kilter, he was a little aggressive. Okay. 
Uh-huh. Which is kind of contrary to Donald Trump. Yeah. Being, I mean, last week people talked about him being the one who was mm-hmm. more, mm-hmm. you know, kind of kind of uh, aggressive. Yeah, aggressive. Yeah. But that's all I got for my politics. I don't know if you've got anything over there. I don't think, I think that's all the politics. What have you got? Yeah. All right, we'll move on from politics. Um, Okay, I kind of kicked this around. I didn't know if I wanted to do it. I was kind of going back and forth with it. But I said, you know what? Since since she's a big name, I'm just going to do it. Kim Kardashian being held at gunpoint in Paris. Now, I'm not a huge fan of the Kardashians. I don't... I really have no... Could not care less. No, I, I really couldn't either, but... My girlfriend watches the show a lot. Does she really? I don't think... I mean, I don't think it's, like, one of her favorite shows. I just know that it's on cable, yeah. like, during the day. Yeah. So. I know my sister watches it, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I've seen her watching it a few times, sure. but... Anyways, so we'll get into that. Um, on Monday night, um, around midnight local time... Uh, Kim Kardashian, she left, she was at Fashion Week in Paris, because I guess this week was Fashion Week. Um, she, that's the reason she was there. She's staying at a hotel and a uh, car with these dark tinted windows pulled up to the hotel and these guys got out and they kind of were, dre- they were dressed like uh, French officials or like French police mm-hmm. and they went up to her room. I don't, they bypassed security somehow um they got up to her room and they pretty much just straight up robbed her with a bunch of jewels they took like nine million dollars worth of jewels and they held her at gunpoint and they tied her up and i mean it was i guess it was a pretty scary incident i i had seen oh excuse me i had seen on like e-news or something like that that um since the incident I think the Kardashians in total like stepped up all their security. I mean, oh, the equivalent sure of that was like forty thousand dollars worth of security, like Jeez. additionally since the incident. That's crazy. So, not that we, you know, put too much stock into what the Kardashians do, but obviously you don't really want anybody to be robbed at gunpoint. No, I'm absolutely sure that was a traumatic not. incident. Yeah. And, no doubt. You know, I th- I had heard people saying, "Oh, it was a publicity thing and stuff like that." And, uh, I don't. I don't know. That's a pretty. That'd be a pretty wild. Yeah, that's a pretty wild publicity stunt. stunt. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, um, in the off chance, that, or in the chance that it wasn't, that's like super inconsiderate. Yeah, that's that's really. It's kind of. It's really a bad kind publicity of a, stunt. Kind of a mean thing to say. Uh, one of her one of her uh, public relations officials said she was badly shaken but physically unharmed. So. I'm glad to hear that she's physically okay. I mean, not that I ha- not that I endorse her show, not that I follow any of that, but I mean, you don't want anybody yeah, no. hurt, it, of course exactly. not. So actually, I heard Kanye was in the middle of performing a show. Oh really? Yeah, I heard, I I'm like ninety and listeners don't quote me on this, but I'm like ninety percent sure that Kanye was in the middle of performing a show, and he, when he got news of the of the incident and he like canceled the show as he was performing he said like i got a family emergency i gotta go thanks for coming uh i don't know if they got like their money back or if they got gave him some incentive or something like that i mean that's probably as good a reason as any to cancel a show i know oh, shows have been canceled for less yeah 
Yeah, that's for sure. Anywho. All right. Well, that's all I got on Kim K. All right. So, well, I'll jump mm. I'll jump it back to you now. All right, sounds good. Um this clown craze going around. Yeah, yeah. What do you what do you got on that? Oh, man. Okay. So, this has been popping up since uh August, late August. Um started in South Carolina from what I've gathered um reports of these clown sightings just on the side of the road lurking around late at night and i'm not sure and this is the thing too is that even officials you know aren't sure whether it's just like a prank thing meant to be funny and people just goofing around and having their idea of a good time or whether this is supposed to be a menacing scary thing because there have been reports of these clowns trying to, like, lure children into the woods. And I think I read somewhere about a girl getting stabbed by one oh of them. Oh, my gosh. But, um, yeah, they've been popping up more and more across the U.S., which is a little... Yeah, a little, a little frightening. Odd. Yeah. And how, um, how did they, like... Like, how did it start? Is it just, like, a fad going around? People th- dressing up th- as a clown? I think it's just a fad. I think it'll last a couple months, and then it'll die out. I certainly hope so. I mean, you remember that whole Ebola thing? Oh, yes. And how I that was, Ebola. like, the only thing on the news for yes, yes. months, and then it just disappeared and completely. And then th- there was, like... I'm hoping this is going to be like that. It um, reminds me of Coney 2012. <laughs> yeah, Maybe I not, know. like, the same deal, but, I mean, yeah. the same principle. Yeah, like, yeah, it showed yeah. up for, like, a summer, and then it just disappeared. Yeah, like, and, I mean, but wasn't it, like, no. a hoax or something like that, or the it was Coney, fake? The yeah. Coney thing? I don't remember how that resolved, but I just remember, like, it just completely dropped out. Yeah. And I had no idea what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah. So, these clowns, yeah, they're a little creepy. You don't know their intentions and everything like that. Um, fun fact, there is, like, a psychological reason people are scared of clowns, right? It's because of, like, the thick makeup that they wear, or in this case, the masks, is that um, when people are looking at it, it hides not only the face but the emotions of the individual, and it displays extreme emotions which just kind of makes people uncomfortable yeah so i mean for those of you that are scared of clowns like i am not a huge fan of clowns myself there's actually a reason for it so yeah. that's okay yeah anywho getting back to it is that these clowns are a little creepy cause, and you don't know their intent but authorities are kind of begging people not to dress up like this because it's unsafe for the individuals dressing up well and as that's clowns. what the thing i gotta think i mean like we just talked about before we yeah, before we, had, we started here, we like been talking, and I mean, if you dress up, you're just asking for trouble. You have to be. You especially have to know that you're just asking for trouble. Especially if you're being menacing or encroaching yeah, on I mean, people's personal space. If you're standing there with, it doesn't even need to be like a knife or a sharp object or no. even a gun at that. I mean, it could just be like what we said, a tire iron. Well, that, one that guy. Would, no, that was the thing that I was telling. I was telling Joey just before the show was I saw this video and there was these three guys driving in their car down the road and they saw one of these clowns standing on the side of the road and so they stopped the car and one of the guys was like videotaping out the front window and excuse me and so the clown starts to walk up to the front of the car and he gets there and he's kind of tilting his head back and forth looking through the windshield of the guy and all of a sudden you see two other passengers in the car fly around the sides to the front of the car one of them's got a tire iron in hand 
and he bounced the guy right in the stomach. Jeez. So the clown goes down, and then they jump on top of him and start, like, beating him with the tire iron oh and their gosh. fists and kicking him. And then they just get back in their car and drive away, leaving this guy probably severely injured in the middle of a oh, little country not road. unconscious. In the middle of the night where nobody can see. If, yeah. Say somebody else is driving down the road, nobody's going to see him until they're right on top of him. Yeah, exactly. There's no streetlights Yeah, there. there was no streetlights. It was like in the middle of cornfields, yes. you know? So it's it's not just that it's unsafe for the public. It's unsafe for the individuals doing yeah. it, you know, and... And how, what, how far is it going to go? Is somebody going to get killed doing this before it's no longer a funny thing? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, th- I think it needs to stop. I think it definitely yeah, needs to stop because it's, I mean, with that being unsafe for the clown, I mean, if those guys, what if one of them had a gun? Yeah, I mean, seriously. I mean, if they're on a country road, I'm going to presume they're in a rural area. Mm-hmm. And historically, a lot of rural areas have, I mean, people own guns on those properties. Mm-hmm. Not that they don't yeah. in cities, but they do in it's well, been they known that the they've been too. yeah but they've been known to own them in rural I mean, properties and consider the state we live in right we're in south dakota conceal and carry is a thing here and you don't know i mean just walking around walmart no you, don't you know wouldn't know who's got a gun tucked inside their waistband yeah. or under their jacket or something like that so you're trying that stuff late at night and say somebody's you know out driving their children somewhere or yeah. with their wife or girlfriend I mean, they got, got their a gun family on. with them yeah. yeah and they're scared because you're being menacing and some of these clowns have been, you know, holding weapons, holding knives and stuff like that just to kind of, like, add to the... Yeah, the add the scare factor, yeah. What's stopping that guy from shooting you? Absolutely nothing. And you don't know him from Adam. No. He shoots you and drives away? No. You don't know who it is. Now, you, you, now you're bleeding on the ground yeah. in the middle of nowhere. I mean, you're most likely no going to bleed out. People, and these clowns have been getting arrested, so what are you going to do? Call the cops and say, hey, I've been shot because I was dressing up like a clown, like and you the, told us not to, like people have been getting arrested for, and... Now I don't know who shot me, but I need emergency care. Like, there's going to be very little sympathy. I mean, it'll help you, obviously. But I mean, there's gonna yeah, be they're going to help sympathy. you. But they're going to be like, you know what? I mean, you've been warned. Yeah. Like, I mean, people... Oh, I just don't I know. get it. That's I don't get it That's either. enough. That's <laughs> yeah. We've covered that. All right, Let's move we on. We got that. Okay. So I'm going to cover the Giants-Vikings game. Um, three big things I want to cover. There's three big takeaways. Um, Jeremiah Surley's. Might be one of the best offensive linemen for the Vikings right now. Uh, he's played every position on the offensive line in his three years in the NFL. Um, Alex Boone of Vikings, he was the Vikings signed him um, later in the off season. Um, Alex Boone got hurt during a, he got hurt during a play in the game, and this Jeremiah Surleys filled in for him and. The amount, I mean, I wasn't particularly watching him when I watched the game, but I know people have been talking about how well he picked up blitzes and how well he picked up these stunts going at the quarterback from the linebacker position. And they were saying he, a lot of people want to keep uh, want to keep him in, actually. Uh, they want him on the starting line because he's just been doing such a great job in the absence of Alex Boone, who is now back, by the way. But... Yeah, he uh, he did a great job, and I think Vikings fans want to see more of him. Definitely. So, it was a good game to watch. It was a great game to watch. Uh, number two, uh, the Vikings defense is going to keep frustrating fantasy football owners all year. I think that is 100% oh, true. They're, if you look at them on paper, if you take away like what happens in a game, if you just look at the names on paper, I think, in my opinion, they have a top two defense in the league. 
Yeah. I think if you... I gotta put... Uh, see, maybe it's top three, because I put Denver, Seattle, and Minnesota all right up there as far as players on paper. Sure. And it's just... It's tough to differentiate on paper. You gotta see them in a game to see how they react to things and how well they actually play in a real game situation, but on paper, I think you can make an argument for those three being the top three. For sure. Sure. So... And the last thing I wanted to cover is the Vikings were wise for not bailing on Cordero Patterson before they had to. Yeah, he had a good game. Because he had, I don't know how much you were following the offseason with them, but he really uh, he really started to come into his stride this offseason. He did, and he did well. He, he kind of figured out who he was. He figured out his place in the offense. He's kind of like... I don't know, I'm trying to think who to compare him to, but I don't have any anybody off the top of my head. But he's one of those guys where if you put him in the game, 90% of the time he's going to get the ball. Yeah. Because he's just, he's that skilled of a player where he might not be an every down wide receiver, but he might be a third down guy who's going to get you that first down, and then the starting standard offense is going to come back out. Like he's kind of one of those specialty utility players yeah, that yeah. maybe he's not, a number one wide receiver. Maybe he's not... I mean... Yeah, but he doesn't need to be, you know. He's good for what he is. And he's good for what he is, exactly. He's a utility player. So he can play... He can kick return. He can punt return. He can play... I mean, now that now that the slot receiver is more of a position, yeah. more than what it used to be, but he can be that third down slot receiver. He can even play the wide receiver, which is usually, usually one of the better receivers on the team, plays out wide. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I think it's important that the Vikings have somebody like that because it gives them like a leverage over. It just gives them more options, and know? it gives them a ton of options. It gives them more leverage against the defense. But what I what I wanted to cover that wasn't in those three points, surprisingly enough, was Xavier Rhodes. Yeah, Xavier Rhodes. Because I am so sick and tired of this Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> nonsense. He was on. Nobody's radar. I mean, he was. Don't get me wrong. He's a good receiver. I'm not saying he isn't. But he was not. He had that one great catch. What was it last? I think it was two years ago. Two years ago now. Yeah, he had one awesome catch, and he's been all over the place ever since. For I mean, good play. I'm not. Again, I'm not saying he's a bad player, but I'm just sick of the hype around him. And oh, he's a just unbelievable guy. Oh, what a great player. And then Xavier Rhodes got in his head early in the game. And see, I and you're definitely right. He did get in and his he, head. And he had what? Two receptions? I think he had way? three I think he had three catches. He, I have him on one of my fantasy teams actually and he's been disappointing me all year yeah. because he hasn't scored yet. He hasn't, he hasn't scored a touchdown know, yet. It's been what, is that week four yeah, that it was? Week four. Week four and he hasn't scored a touchdown. Uh-huh. And he's got Eli Manning thrown to him, who's I mean I mean, Eli's a he's a good quarterback. Two times Super Bowl. Yeah, player. I mean he's he's a good quarterback, but I mean, with a receiver of that caliber, I mean because he's still a number four between him, AJ Green, Antonio Brown, and DeAndre Hopkins, those are the top four receivers in the league. Yeah, those are the number. I mean, there's there's pretty much no arguing that they're the top four, and with him being in that mix, you'd expect him and Eli Manning, who is considered one of the. <laughs> Tier lower tier one, lower tier one. One of the mediocre. Okay, he's better than me. no. He's yeah, he's, good. 
he's a lower level tier one quarterback. So he's still in the elite level, but he's not quite a Ben Roethlisberger, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady sort of caliber. He's just a step below. But you still expect him with a top four receiver in the league to maybe get the ball to him more and start scoring touchdowns with him. Do you think it's like what happened to AP after his rookie year? I mean, obviously that wasn't Odell's rookie year, but where once people were aware of the threat of AP, they made sure to shut him down every game. Do you think that's what's been happening? They're aware of the threat that well, is Odell Beckham and I'm sure Jr. it is because... So they're on him all the time. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that that plays a big yes, part. I, but I, I, just, I guess my point was that for a lot of the night, he was in single coverage. Yeah, Rhodes just shadowed Rhodes. him pretty much. Yeah, and Rhodes did a great job shutting him great down job. every opportunity. Which Even, he got a pick, too. Yeah, he did. He got a pick. I mean, that was... <laughs> I mean, he just happened to be in position yeah, to get it. Yeah, <laughs> it was nowhere close. And Eli overthrew and it. And Eli floated it in there. Yeah, so. he had all the time in the world to yeah, get under he had, it. He had a month but a pick is a pick. That's a, pick of, a pick is a pick, you know. But, but yes, I'm going to... I agree with you, because the Giants have absolutely no running game. Their starting running back, Rashad Jennings, is out with, a, I believe it's a thumb injury. I have him on one of my fantasy teams as well, and I had to find a replacement for him. Shane Vereen, old Patriots running back, uh, I don't think he's playing for them. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're on their third string running back. So defenses are aware of that, and they are, I mean, they're not even hiding double coverage on Odell. Yeah. I mean, I've seen videos of dudes literally standing side by side, oh, like yeah, how you and me are sitting just, right now. I mean, they're just him. standing in front of him. Like, there's no hiding the double coverage. Yeah. I mean, it's not even like a dude, it's not even a safety standing behind and a quarter cornerback up on him. Oh, no. They're just both just standing right, right in front of him. <laughs> I mean, they're not hiding it at all. It so. never works. Yeah. Um, so that's what we got for the Vikings and Giants. Yeah. What do you got, Evan? Uh, I've got Orioles, Blue Jays, uh, AL wild card. Uh, let's see. Went to nine innings at two apiece. Went through nine, actually, all the way through ten at nine apiece, and then uh, yeah, Edwin Encarnacion. Yeah, bottom of the eleventh. There were uh, runners on the corner. Edwin Encarnacion just blasted oh, one. We just watched the video no before we he, got on here. You can tell just. Oh. Crack of the bat, you the knew it was gone. Was a beautiful swing, yeah. too. Oh but he gosh. hammered that ball. That was like, that was deep. He crushed that. was that. deep. <laughs> so, I'm, I mean, it would have been a great game to see. Yeah. It would have been a lot of and fun And it was huge because it was, it was the AL, AL wildcard tiebreaker. Yeah. Because Orioles and Blue Jays, at the, I was, I'm pretty sure that was game 163 because they were tied going into the, okay. the postseason. So, that was the tiebreaker for them. Okay. So, then... Game one of the ALDS is on Thursday. In, in Arlington. Arlington. You said that at wow, the same time. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Honestly, that's really all I have for that. Um, yeah, we just wanted to cover that it went to extras yeah, and that Edwin, Edwin Encarnacion had the... kind of a storybook ending for, for that game, yeah, at least in particular. It definitely was. So. I'll um, move on. What do you got? Um, I'm gonna cover how Bass Pro Shops acquired Cabela's. Um, what a bummer. There's still I love Cabela's. I know I do too. Um, there's still there's still discrepancies going on. This isn't finalized yet. Um, the deal is reportedly worth 4.5 billion dollars. Um, it's uniting two of the biggest sellers of outdoor sports gear. Um, they've spent decades competing against each other and now that Bass Pro Shops has acquired them 
now they're going to be kind of working together to I was create gonna say, revenue. Are they gonna Are they gonna keep like the Cabela's name around? I think so. I think that would make. I'm pretty the most sure. Sense I'm pretty sure they're do. going to because. I mean, a lot of people like the Cabela's name. They like uh, the idea of a Cabela's because and. I, I like Cabela's. I love I mean, Cabela's. There's I, one in Rogers. I mean, was that the closest one to you back back home? The Ro- one in Rogers? No, they just this past summer put a Cabela's in Woodbury. Literally really? like 15 minutes from my house. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because the awesome. closest one to me is like about a the half one, hour in Rogers. The one in Rogers, I remember going there like for Father's Day or something when I was younger. We went there with my dad. And it was just the coolest thing to yeah. me at that age because it, it's a massive store the one yeah yeah it's, it's huge huge yeah, it's huge um and i i loved going there every chance we got to go there and i loved going to the one in woodbury even as you know i'm a little bit older now but i still loved going to it oh there's yeah so much cool stuff yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff so it'd be a real shame to see that just kind of like gone but i've heard that bass pro shops is awesome so yeah, I've I'm heard, sure they'll do a good I've job. I've never even everything. been in the Bass Pro I, Shops. I don't think it's as big in, like, is it big in the Midwest? I don't know. I don't think it is. But I see commercials for it, yeah. though. That's the thing. I'm, but, I'm, like, where do we have I, one? I don't know. I've seen a Gander Mountain. Gander, oh, Gander Mountains are everywhere. Gander Got one Mountains of those in Woodbury, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's pretty much all I got for that. I, they're still working stuff still out. deliberating. It's, it's not, yeah, it's not finalized yet sure. as of right now. But uh, we can move on. Well, are you... I'm out of stories. You're out of stuff. Yeah, okay. That's, that's all I got. So the last story I got is, and maybe a lot of you haven't thought of this, but I, I didn't think of it either until I this just popped up. Um, how Apple's Siri got its name. Ooh. So this guy this guy named Dag Katalis, um, he's a Norwegian co-creator of the iPhone 4S, famous virtual assistant, Siri. Um... He's the one who came up with the name. Um, he brought it to a conference, and he started uh, talking to Steve Jobs about it. And eventually, they kind of went back and forth on stuff. And eventually, Steve Jobs wanted to buy out the name. So he bought the name out uh, for $200 million what? in April 2010. Um, and they wanted to do that because this guy who invented the name... Just the name or the actual technology itself? Well, the name and the technology. Okay, I was going to say. Two, yeah, he bought... 200,000. Yeah. Or 200 million. Yeah, the, he, he bought both of them. I should have specified yeah. that. But uh, he wanted to buy the technology, too, because it was going to... Siri, that technology was going to be built around a rival operating system. Okay. And they didn't want the competition, so they just bought them out. Um and a lot of you might be wondering, why didn't they change the name? Well, the short answer is they couldn't think of anything better. Steve, you... Steve Jobs hated the name. Uh, he didn't like the name. He thought it was just kind of tacky, and he was kind of on the fence about it, so he just decided to stick with Siri. There's... But what was it? Siri means something in Norwegian right here. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful woman who leads you to victory. Look at that. But now it says, what did it say down here? It said that, according to Wikipedia, the name is now shorthand for speech interpretation recognition interface. So, I mean, they've got a scientific name. For yeah. It. But, I mean, the, the, fa- the, the fact was they didn't change the name because they so couldn't think of anything better. 
It's good. It it's is catchy. good. But Steve Jobs hated the name. Huh. He didn't like it at all. Wouldn't have guessed. Fun fact, he also hated iMac. Really? Yep. Huh. But he just couldn't think of something better, so they stuck with it. Do people even get iMacs anymore? I mean, I've never they seen, sell them. It's been a long time, though, since I've seen somebody with, like, a home PC. Yeah, like I a mean... desktop. Only if you're doing, like... If you're playing like, games, or if you're doing really heavy design, I mean, like, like yeah, heavy, like, heavy my, design. My father has one, but yeah. he's, you know, a design engineer, so he needs yeah, one. Yeah, so he needs one he of those. He needs, like, multiple monitors. I think that might be the only instance yeah. where you would use it, because... We, we had a desktop when I was growing oh, up. Oh, me too. You know, but then once laptops became a thing... Yeah. And now laptops are common. powerful enough, they yeah. got good battery life, they can run everything just yeah. fine, so... Yep. I mean, I think de- desktops... They they're just kind of a cash cow, you know. Yeah. You're not, you're not doing anything new with them. You're not reinventing the wheel per se, but you're still like, you're still gonna make money off them, mm-hmm. and that's why they've kept around because they're still gonna make money. And with it them. makes sense if you only need like one computer around to have just that one big one. Yeah. That's just good, as but, a family computer. But if you've got like a family of people, college kids or whatever, it yeah. makes more sense for everybody to have like. like a laptop or a smaller... I know my family computer. has a desktop because my parents are kind of old school and they like the idea of a computer on a desk okay. that's stationary. And, that and they just too. And that's that's just how that works and yeah. that's fine. But they also have a laptop now that they can move around the house if they want to do something. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's they what have my folks the, do. Yeah. You know, my sister and I both have our laptops and then my dad has a laptop and his desktop and then I think my mom is getting like an iPad from yeah. her own little devices. Yeah, yeah. And so got rid of the home computer anywho yeah so we're ready uh, for this we're done with that one ready for this uh, quiz to wrap things up yeah we'll all do right the quiz. let's have some fun here <clears throat> this comes to us courtesy of buzzfeed.com so, what's the title of this quiz we know when you'll get married based on your least favorite foods so not so much <laughs> of a quiz but it's still kind of fun yeah, it's still it's fun. fun all right okay so basically i'll list a bunch of foods you tell me which is your least favorite and right. we'll see what answers you get here okay your choices here are broccoli carrots green peppers tomatoes green beans eggplants onions cucumbers or corn gotta go with eggplants all right i'm not an eggplant I, fan i don't think i've ever had eggplant you know i've it's the i heard it's good grilled like you can i feel like there's it. a lot of stuff that's good grilled put a little olive oil yeah. in there that'd be good all right pick your least favorite food Apples, cantaloupes, kiwi, strawberries, bananas, lemons, pumpkins, watermelon, or pineapple. Now, do they mean pumpkin as in, like, like with something or, like, taking a bite out of a pumpkin? <laughs> like, Because that yeah, would be that's, tough. That's tough. Because if it's pumpkin-flavored like things, pumpkin I mean, that's pie, that's pretty good. Yeah, like yeah. pumpkin seeds or what? Or do they mean, like, straight-up pumpkin, like, like, in, like insides? The, yeah, like, I don't... I think... If we're just going to stick with the straight food, yeah. it'd have to be pumpkins. It'd have to be pumpkins, because yeah. how would you even go about eating that? Like, yeah. How do you prepare that? I don't know. All right, this one. Ooh, cheeses. Cheeses. Parmesan, Gouda, cheddar, brie, mozzarella, blue, American, gruyere, or feta? Um... I, th- I think it'd have to be blue cheese. Blue I've, never blue been cheese? A, I've never been a fan no. of blue cheese. Fair enough. Ooh, okay more like entree type stuff oh, okay your least favorite out of pizza tacos steak chicken fish pasta salad sushi or tuna and egg 
Uh, I'm kind of going back and forth between definitely not steaks. Steaks like one of my all-time favorites. Um, I'm going back and forth between sushi and tuna and egg. Mm. Um, I like eggs, but I hate tuna and I really hate sushi. Well, if I had let's to... let's make this easier then. Say it's like a tuna salad. Yeah, Cause that, like, I guess. Incorporates both. Yeah, okay. We'll we'll go with sushi then. Sushi, okay. Yeah. Never been a fan of sushi. I like fish solution. cooked. I yeah. All right. Uh, least favorite meal: breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Um. How can you dislike a meal? I don't know. If I, you know what? If I had to not, not pick one. Which one do you do without the most often? Um. Probably. Uh, I definitely go without breakfast the most often. All right, we'll click. We'll go with that. We'll click that one. Okay. All right. Least favorite condiment out of ketchup, mustard, or mayonnaise. Well, I hate mustard and mayo both. Um, but I'll probably have to go with mustard because I've eaten mayo and other things and I don't mind it. But I really don't like mustard. I'm with you. I don't. I don't know the appeal. I don't like it. All right. Out of chocolates, this one's gonna be tough. White chocolate, milk chocolate, or dark chocolate. Uh least boy um oh i think it'd have to be white chocolates all right i like dark chocolate you're gonna get married at the tender age of 39 39 congratulations dude i don't want to be married at 39 that's, that's i mean I eh, that's too old you're, dude you're up there a little bit that's too old i i think you gotta be married earlier than that but that's just me <laughs> yeah one man's opinion yeah all right, that's okay. all we got. For all right, today. guys, thanks so much for uh, tuning in today. Uh, if you got any ideas for us, just uh, send us a message on Facebook. Um, we'd be happy to hear from you. Or, or email, or email um, on the rocks J and E at gmail.com. So please, if you uh, have an idea for us or if you want us to do something fun, uh, please let us know. We are more than happy to hear from our viewers. Uh, you got anything else? I think that's it. Thanks for thanks for All listening. Right. Thanks for your continued support. Have a good rest of your week, guys. Thanks for tuning in.